Covenant is here again. Join host Pastors Adama and Zama Segbaji for Covenant 2019 with the theme, Let My Covenant People Go, with special guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Nomthi Odekoya from the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Guest artists include Lydia Cobbs, Victory Voices, and Vine Song. Dates are 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night. The venue is the Caris Center, West Green Drive, Crawley, West Sussex, RH 11 7EL. Call 07938-494-294 or email info at solutionchapel.org. The website for more information is solutionchapel.org. Again, that's the 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night at the Caris Center. Don't miss Covenant 2019. Let my covenant people go. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. So what happens is when the main electricity goes off, then the standby generator kicks in immediately. Yeah, you, you remember that? And in most cases, when the standby generator kicks in, you don't notice the difference. If the generator is a very good one and it has been programmed very well, the moment the main grid goes off, the generator kicks in immediately as a standby. And now what the standby generator does, it produces the same amount of electricity um, that you require in the house. Father, we gather before you again today. Thank you for how far you've brought us. Thank you for showing us your kindness. Thank you for continuing to answer all our prayers. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Jesus. We lift your name up on high. We magnify your name. In Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people shall say. Amen. Oh, and all God's people shall say. Why don't we say a good amen tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How are you all doing? Are you working in the blessing? Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. We have been learning about the Holy Spirit. Uh, I think for the past seven weeks uh, or so. Uh, we'll be ending it tonight. Uh, so tonight we'll be looking at um, uh, a brief area of the Holy Spirit. And then we'll take time to pray. Amen. Because uh, we are fasting and praying. So today we want to take time corporately to pray as a church. And I believe that you will be blessed. Amen. Alright. Please turn with me in your Bibles to the book of John chapter 14. John chapter 14, verse 26. The book of John chapter 14, verse 26. And I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. I read, it says, But the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor,
counselor, the strengthener, the standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name and in my place to represent me and to act on my behalf. He will teach you all things and he will help you remember everything that I have told you. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Tonight I'm teaching briefly on what I have titled, The Holy Spirit, Our Standby. The Holy Spirit, Our Standby. So far, we have looked at the Holy Spirit, our helper. We've looked at the Holy Spirit, our advocate. We've looked at the Holy Spirit, our comforter. We've looked at the Holy Spirit, our intercessor. We've also looked at the Holy Spirit, our counselor. We've looked at the Holy Spirit, our strengthener. And today we are concluding by looking at the Holy Spirit, our standby. Now, if we are really going to go into this, we can, we can go on and on and on and on about the Holy Spirit, but we have to end somewhere. Amen? We have to end somewhere. And so, uh, tonight we're looking at the Holy Spirit, our standby. Now, a quick question we want to ask is, what does it mean to stand by? When we say somebody is your standby, what does it mean? Um, how many of you have been in an environment where, uh, in certain countries where the electricity doesn't work properly uh, and people have generators? You've been in a country like that before? <laughs> and um, <laughs> in most cases, uh, those countries, those who are very well to do, who have generators, they set up the generator and the generator is, is on standby. So what happens is when the main electricity goes off, then the standby generator kicks in immediately. Yeah, you, you remember that? And in most cases, when the standby generator kicks in, you don't notice the difference. If the generator is a very good one, and it has been programmed very well. The moment the main grid goes off, the generator kicks in immediately as a standby. And now what the standby generator does, it produces the same amount of electricity um, that you require in the house. You remember that. Now, that's what the Holy Spirit is to us. When Jesus Christ was here on earth, Jesus was doing everything we see the Holy Spirit doing now. But Jesus said, it is to your advantage that I go. Because when I go, the Holy Spirit that I will send in my name, on my behalf. And his purpose is to represent me. And when he comes, he's going to come and do the same thing that I was doing. So for instance, the standby generator does the same thing the main electricity power does. Are you getting the difference? So that's how the Holy Spirit operates in our life. But you see, in most cases, he is there. Many people experience light off, but they don't 
plugged into the standby generator to help them light their path on the journey of life. And so the standby generator is there, but it's not working. Not that it's fault, but because many Christians have not been able to program the Holy Spirit to help them when they are desperately in need. So the Holy Spirit is our standby. And he is standing by to help you. He is your standby power. He is your standby comforter. He is your standby. He is just there. He's there. But you see, the thing about the Holy Spirit is he will not push himself on us. He's gentle. How many of you have been in situations where there is help available for you, but you did not tap into that help? And so the standby generator is there, but you are still in light of. You're experiencing darkness. And you are blaming the devil. <laughs> you are blaming the devil. Meanwhile, the Holy Spirit is there. He's on standby. Just ready to kick in and help you flourish. But many people don't know the Holy Spirit. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 to 3. It says, But now thou sayest the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Say amen. amen. God says you are his. Amen. You belong to him. Amen. And because you belong to him, he will always stand by you. Amen. Always stand by you. Whether you are in error or you are starving, he will always stand by you. Have you noticed that when you love someone, you stand by them? Even if they make mistakes, you don't see it. Have, have you noticed? Especially those of you who are courting. Right now, you are in love. You are deep in love. Even if their makeup is different shades. You don't complain. Say, oh, you look beautiful, baby. If the makeup here is a little bit white and here is green, say, oh, you look beautiful. Because now you are wearing the love spectacle. You are seeing blue. Everything is blue, blue, blue. But the moment you get married, one year, two years, three years, four years, 
you take off the blue spectacle. You take it off. And then if even the makeup is alright, you say, oh, today you don't look beautiful. What's happening? These days you don't take care of yourself. Yeah. Hallelujah. But you have to learn to always tell that lady you look beautiful. Always. Always. Even when you don't feel like saying you look beautiful, you have to still say, you look beautiful, baby. Yeah, by faith. Hallelujah. So, when you love someone, you covet their errors. If they do anything wrong, as for you, even the wrong thing they've done is right. Have you noticed that when you love somebody, you don't see errors, you don't see fault in them? Have you noticed? Because the Bible says love covers what? Multitudes of sins. So God says, you are mine. He said, I've called you by name. So even when you are in error, you are still God's. My father puts it this way. He says, when, when you are bathing a baby, right? A baby and, you know, in those days, they bath babies on their lap. How many of you remember that? We don't bath babies in baby bath. They bath babies on the lap. And when you are bathing the baby on the lap, the baby will do poopoos on you. When the baby does poopoos on your lap, you don't cut off your lap. Are you following me? Why? Because you love that baby. Do you get it? So God says, I have called you by your name. And not only that, God says, you are mine. You are mine. He said, you are mine. That's why, because you are his, you always stand by you. It doesn't matter what's happening. He will always stand by you. In good times, he will stand by you. In bad times, he will stand by you. I know some people... When the church was doing well, we were flourishing. We you know multitudes were gathering. They came and said, Pastor, we are with you. <laughs> I remember one of them, she used to serve me water. She used to be the one who comes to put water here. I said, Pastor, we are with you. We'll stand by you. And in those times, the place was so full, people could not sit down. There were people standing out there. I said, you wait. Till nobody is standing there again. Not knowing they were looking for position. You see, people who talk like that, they are looking for position. But in this church, we don't give people position. If you are here for position, you are in the wrong place. Are they going to make me uh, the senior executive associate minister of conflict and damages? You are in the wrong place. 
And there are also some fair weather friends. When you are going through challenges, they don't know you. And that's one thing that is bad in Christianity. You see, how many of you know that pastors are as human as church members are? The same uh, sins church members commit, some pastors also commit that. How many of you know that? But you know, when God forbid a pastor commits a little sin, that pastor that prayed for you, that you had testimonies, you forget about that pastor. And you go and join the bad people and you start castigating that pastor. And say, hey, hey, look at them. I thought he was, you know, recently there's a man of God that's going through a lot of challenges and nobody is coming out publicly to defend him. Somebody has accused him that he did something many years ago and everybody is on his case, but this is somebody that everyone wanted to associate with. But in his moment of challenges, all those people who wanted to associate with him are nowhere to be found. That's the most bad thing in Christianity. I don't know why. You see, when you have headache, we forgive you. Or let's put it this way. Sometimes church members think their headache is more important than the pastor's cancer. The pastor has a cancer. They want the pastor who has a cancer to still pray for their headache. And say, pastor, pray for me. And the sad thing is they forget so quickly. They forget so quickly. That's why God told the children of Israel, after you have eaten and you are full, remember. When you are hungry, when you are hungry, how many of you know that you remember to pray? How many of you? How many of you pray before you eat? Let me see by hand. Yeah, all of us pray before, but it's actually wrong. You don't pray before you eat. You pray after you have eaten. How many of you pray after you have eaten? How many of you thank God, Father, thank you for the food you are? No, you are full. The moment you are full, you forgot about God. You forgot. Human beings have amnesia. Amnesia. That's why God has to even tell you, remember. Remember, it's me that has given you the power to get wealth. It's not by your own power. Because he said, when you are now living in panel houses, you are living in big houses, you say, it's my strength. I made myself. You have forgotten. You have forgotten. So the pastor is as human as you are. After service, when you go, <coughs> when you go shopping, the pastor also has needs. He also needs to go shopping. 
Have you ever crossed your mind where how hard, how hard does the pastor gets gets um gets paid? Has it ever crossed your mind? Do you think about it? When you sit on your tithes and your offerings, do you think about the pastor has to be paid? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's. I'm preaching good. The pastor is human. When you eat and you burp, the pastor also eats and he burps. So he's a, a human being just like you. Amen. When you go shopping and you buy shoe, do you remember the pastor that he also has to buy shoe? When you don't tithe, when you're in a church and you don't tithe, you are telling God, this pastor must starve to death. Say amen. Because God says, after you have eaten and you are full, don't forget. I remember when uh, many years ago, I lost my job and I, I made a vow with God, I said, God, if you give me a new job, all the my first salary, I'll use it to pay for uh, someone's school fees. So I got this job where I was doing statistics. I was counting cars at a particular area. And then at the end of the month, I was paid. And I haven't seen money for a long time. I was out of job for nearly two years. So, you know, things are tough. And then I got my first pay. The moment the money hit my hands, I forgot the vow I made. I was on my way to go and do shopping and then the Holy Spirit reminded me, you said the first Offering that comes, you use it to pay for somebody's fees. Many of us forget so quick. I don't know why I'm here, but I'm, I'm sure the Holy Spirit is helping someone. Please don't forget. Those who forget. Those who forget are dangerous people. How many of you know that? Don't forget the God who has helped you. You see, that job you have, somebody had a better qualification than you, but they didn't get the job. God gave it to you. So remember. Amen? Amen. Well, I don't know how I got there, but let's go back to Isaiah 43 verse 2. It says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you go through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou hast walked through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Why? Because I'm your standby. Do you get it? He said, when you go through the fire, it's not if, it's when. As for the fire, we'll all go through the fire. As, as for fire, 
body will go through fire. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Everybody will go through the fire. But God says, when you go through the fire, he said, I'm your standby. I'll be there. I will be there. I'll go through the fire with you. So that's not the time to say, God, where are you? God, can't you see what I'm going through? He has already promised you. He said, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. I'm your standby. I'm there. I'm there. That means when you're going through the fire, that means he is going through the fire together with you. But you see, when you become self-centeredness, you don't see God with you in the fire. Have you noticed? You think you are the only, only one going through the fire. Oh, nobody knows what I'm going through. Nobody, nobody cares about me. It's like church members who, who are sick and they don't tell anybody they are sick. And nobody knows. The pastor is not a seer. He's not a prophet to know that you are sick in a hospital. You don't tell no one. And then you sit somewhere, you start telling people, oh, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Are, are we prophets? Are we prophets to know you are sick? If you don't tell us you are sick, how can we come and visit you? How can we come and check how you are feeling? You're not the only one. There are people who are going through more worse situations than you. If we have not visited you, that means there are others who are going through worse. They need to be visited now. You are old enough to know that as for you, you are matured. We can't come and visit you. If it's headache, pray over that headache. Get, get healed quick and come back and let's move on. You want us to come and knock on your door. Kring, kring. Who is it? It's pastor. You will never get me there. Never. Never. Because you have the same Holy Spirit I have. Not that we don't care, we care. But we don't also want to invade your privacy because there are some bleating sheep in your house that we don't want to come and then when we come, it's, and then another thing is, oh, they did not call me before they came. That's another thing. Why didn't you call me before? Come on now. So God says, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. You are not the only one going through the fire. He said, when you go through the fire, I will be with you. I'm your standby. I'm there with you. Don't think you are going through this fire alone. The Holy Spirit is always there. The three Hebrew boys, they went through the fire. And even Nebuchadnezzar saw the fourth man. You see, when you're going through the fire, you don't see the fourth man. You don't see the fourth man. 
It's your enemies that sees the fourth man. They wonder, how did you come out? They look at you, they hear you are going through fire, and they say, this fire that you are going through, you're going to die in it. And then you come out of the fire, and then they say, wow, God must have been with you in that fire. Because in many occasions, when you are going through the fire, all you are thinking about yourself. I'm the only one. Elijah, Elijah said he was the only prophet left. God said there are 7,000 more. (laughs) God said there are 7,000 more who are left, whom you don't know. So don't think you are the only one. Verse 3, it says, For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior, I gift I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Look at what God has done for you. This is not the time to be ungrateful. This is the time to know what the Holy Spirit is there for. He has given Egypt as a ransom for you. He's given Ethiopia as a ransom for you. He's given Seba as a ransom for you value what the Lord has done for you. The Holy Spirit is our standby. He is always standing by. When friends leave you, he's standing by. David puts it this way. When my mother and my father forsook me, you picked me up from the Mary clay and you set my feet upon the mountains, upon the rocks. Are you going to take advantage of who the Holy Spirit is to us? He is your helper. He is your comforter. He is your advocate. He is your counselor. He is your intercessor. He is your strengthener. The Holy Spirit is more to you than you think. It's time to tap into the help that has been made available for us. Don't have all these power resources available to you and not make good use of it. There's a country I know that has more diamonds in their nation, yet they are the poorest. They have more diamonds. When you talk about the best diamonds, they come from that country. And yet they are the poorest. There's another nation I know, they have more gold They have more bauxite. They they have silver, yet they are so poor. Stop having the resources available and not making good use of it. The Holy Spirit is there. 
He's standing by you so that you'll never have one day of lack, one day of pain, one day of depression, one day of frustration. He is always by you. He is always there. He is always there. Always there. Always there. He's standing by you. If you ask him, he will help you. He will help you. So tonight, as we conclude, the Holy Spirit has more functions that we can tap into. But the only way you can get to know more about the Holy Spirit is when you develop an intimate relationship with him. If you don't have a relationship with him, everything he has available for you, he can't give it to you. It's time for us to tap into the help of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you receive it? Let's give Jesus some praise. I think we can do better. I think we can do better. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Covenant is here again. Join host Pastors Adama and Zama Segbeji for Covenant 2019 with the theme, Let My Covenant People Go, with special guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Nomthi Odekoya from the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Guest artists include Lydia Cobbs, Victory Voices, and Vine Song. Dates are 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night. The venue is the Caris Center, West Green Drive, Crawley, West Sussex, RH 11 7EL. Call 07938-494-294 or email info at solutionchapel.org. The website for more information is solutionchapel.org. Again, that's the 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night at the Caris Center. Don't miss Covenant 2019. Let my covenant people go.